You're listening to the Modern Web Podcast. For more podcasts, videos, and events, find us online at modern-web.org or follow us on Twitter at modern.web. That's M-O-D-E-R-N-D-O-T-W-E-B. Hi there, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Modern Web Podcast. I'm here today with Michelle. We are at Render. So exciting. Yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> awesome. I've just flown in a couple of days ago. There's people everywhere yeah. and all the colors, and it's really exciting. I can't yeah. wait. Oh, my gosh. So much fun. My name's Tracy. You can follow me on Twitter at Lady Elite. I am your co-host for today, or your host today, because I don't have a co-host. I was like, where's the other <laughs> person in the room? <laughs> and uh, Michelle, tell us a little bit about yourself. Cool. So my name is Michelle or Mish. Everyone just calls me Mish. So when people say Michelle, it sounds like I'm in trouble. Michelle Mannering. I was like, ah. Um, anyway, everyone calls me Mish. I'm from Australia, so I'm pretty sure I've come the furthest for this conference. Uh-huh. And I work on the GitHub DevRel team as a developer advocate. And currently on the third week of my tripping around to do lots of conferences. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. Really exciting. That is very exciting. So you um, were telling me earlier that you have been speaking about a variety of different topics. So yep. what are all the topics and what are you speaking about today? Yeah, so lots of different topics. Lately, obviously, one of the biggest hot topics right now in tech, but also in every industry is AI. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of talks on uh, GitHub Copilot, uh-huh. um, some of the stuff that's coming as part of GitHub Copilot um, X, which is all the new cool things that are coming, essentially GitHub Copilot on steroids, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do a talk on AI and the future of work. A lot of people get really you know, worried with all this AI stuff. Are we going to have a job? So I talk about that. Nice. Um, I've been talking about the GitHub CLI too, something a little unknown, uh, well, less known product that we have as part of GitHub, which is you know, how to use GitHub on your command line. Um, I also do talks, a lot of talks on collaboration and like the the um, DevOps pillar that is collaboration. So mm-hmm. DevOps has four pillars, collaboration is one of them. I really like talking about collaboration, uh, particularly collaboration of developers and non-developers together. It's something that I'm relatively passionate about. Um, I have a couple other talks, but the one I'm doing here, which I'm really excited about, which is semi-new talk, I've done similar before, but I've revamped it and kind of remixed it, is uh, Git, GitHub and gaming. So nice. I get to talk about the gaming aspect of um, like source control and stuff like that, which is really fun. Ooh, yeah. that is really exciting. So uh, you were telling me that your team, how, how big is your team? So the DevRel team itself has probably like 20, 25 people on the DevRel okay. team. Um, then there's a few different um, parts of the DevRel team. So mm-hmm. the developer relations team is broken up into um, two main parts that mm-hmm. do like the developer relations side of it. One is the developer programs team. Mm-hmm. So that's our team that runs like our GitHub Stars program and our open source maintainers and top 100 and um, those kind of programs. Um, and then we have the developer advocacy team. So they're the team that does all the stuff that I'm doing right now. So speaking at events, creating mm-hmm. a lot of content, we're the ones you see on a lot of the GitHub social media. So right. there are four of us and then our head. Okay. So we, have, we only have five people that do that oh, for wow. the entire world, which is really and then crazy. everybody else is like, on the the programs team so um most of them on the programs team then we have like the docs team a part of devrel okay, as okay, well um but like yeah slightly different part of de- like yeah. you know de- developer relations you know creating the docs and stuff that people yeah. um, know and love but yeah the two main ones are the developer programs and the developer advocacy team nice okay so yeah. advocacy when i think about it because i always like to think about 
developer relations not just being hey I do everything right but there's developer experience there's developer mm-hmm. communities developer advocacy and developer uh, uh, developer experience advocacy community and what was the fourth one it's terrible but anyways I have my talk is on this oh there um, you go. <laughs> <laughs> well actually I just when you were saying that I actually just remember, we have like um, think three or four new people joining us uh-huh. too so we've had the developer advocacy enterprise team yeah has now come and joined the developer oh. advocacy team so that'd be interesting as well so oh, now evangelism. evangelism yeah evangelism that, that makes yes. sense <laughs> um so yeah now our developer advocacy team has two sides we have the developer community advocates which is more like you know what what me and Roselle and Kadesha do mm-hmm. and Christina who all four of us are actually here. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the developer advocacy enterprise team, which do the um, advocacy for the like all our enterprise clients right. and you know our big, uh, our big people. So you know that's kind of fun too. So it'd be really good to like work with those. Like they've been literally like last week just joining yeah. our team. Yeah. So yeah. So because like, you know a lot of the stuff you're telling me you do kind of sound and you know, I think developer relations generally is kind of a very fluid industry or profession in a sense right like just because you are called one thing doesn't mean you don't do another thing definitely but the way I like to define advocacy is more like you're advocating for the developer you're like bringing things back to the team etc etc but it sounds like you've been doing a lot of like evangelism on the evangelism yeah so we do that as well um and we do like I have to talk about this a lot because in yes. Australia, most people have no idea a what GitHub is. It's oh, just really? Not a thing. Unless wow. you work in tech, yes. that's a little bit different. But even like, yeah, like, well, so, I mean, so, even uh, here, if you work in, if yeah, you don't work in tech, you don't know what GitHub but, is. But well, at least in San Francisco, they've seen it. You know, there's posters of it everywhere, right? They've but seen like the cat. in Australia, and if you're not in tech, you don't really know what GitHub. You don't know what a developer advocate is. Like, yeah. there's not a term that's in your you know, your report. So. Like I often have to explain and people are like, well, so what do you do? I'm like, well, we basically talk to our developer community, which yeah. there are like, you know, a hundred million of. Yeah. Um, so we talk to our developer community, we, you know, talk to them about like the products and services we have. And was like, oh, so you're selling. I'm like, well, not really. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I don't like, we're not really selling anything at the end of the day. Most people are already using this stuff. It's just how to use it better yeah. so they can basically be more efficient with yeah. their time they can build cool things and like most of the stuff we're talking about is free products anyway so yeah. there's no sales there um so yeah it's a lot of talking to them and like you know upskilling them in the thing they're already using and making them you know much more efficient in their work and then the flip side of that is that you know as you said which is you know taking really awesome developers like yourself that are part of the stars program and talking about the cool stuff they do to the rest yeah. of the community so that's all, like a lot of that um you know that that interviewee type so we have the readme project which mm-hmm. is you know a collaboration we do i was a part of that that was yeah. really cool yeah, yeah exactly so we do that but then like you know i do stuff like the release radar which is you know promoting other really cool open source projects that our right. team is doing um yeah even my talk tomorrow includes a bunch of open source game engines so it's like yeah. these are the cool things our community is doing because yeah. like you know, I'm not really a developer by background. In fact, I did a chemistry degree. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't really build that cool, like all the cool <laughs> stuff. All the people on our platform build yeah. all the cool stuff. So it's just like showcasing and talking about yeah. all the cool stuff they're building, which is really fun. I mean, I love that too. So, I mean, I have to ask this because I think this is a question that a lot of people will have is if you aren't a developer by background, like did you go to a boot camp? Did you do <laughs> development to get into 
yeah, developer relations? Yeah, so I've, I've come from, I mean, I feel like everyone says this in tech, I've come from a very unconventional, <laughs> I feel like yeah. an, the unconventional way is the only way almost, yes, because like, that's how everyone comes here. Yeah. But So I did a science degree, majored in chemistry, mm-hmm. that was my major. I did an equivalent double major in geology, so yeah. rocks. Um, so yeah, really, really relevant to developer relations, yeah. you know, how to make, you know, stuff with chemicals and how to read rocks yeah really useful um but because i went to melbourne university we followed the oxford model which Mm -hmm. is you get to do a lot of different types of um discipline study areas so i also studied engineering mathematics i did um psychology as well as part of science and i did some um it subjects Uh i did a couple but like it at university doesn't teach you anything about it in the real world like so sad as we didn't learn github Yeah. We didn't learn Git. We didn't learn source control. We didn't even learn like proper programming languages. It's more like the, co- the concepts, right? Yeah, we didn't learn any programming language for the first eight weeks. And was like, what'd you do for the first eight weeks? I'm like, we literally learned Google Spreadsheet. Oh my goodness. For eight weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that was crazy. So, um, yeah, so I did that at uni and then um, I did a master's degree after that mm-hmm. in media and communication, which is, you know, where all the kind of yeah Speaking oh my gosh so it's like such a it's like everything coming together basically so yeah. I did that and then I kind of came to that whole like scenario that probably a fair few people play into which is I couldn't get a job because I was way too overqualified for like a lot of jobs because nobody wanted anyone with a master's degree yeah. or I was way too underqualified because I didn't have the magical five-year number of work experience yeah, that yeah, everyone yeah. knew like we need somebody with 15 years experience in Kubernetes Kubernetes isn't even 15 years old. Like, you know, people are asking these unrealistic, yeah. oh, we need a junior developer, but they must have five years worth of experience. You're like, that's not a junior position. Yeah. So I was kind of in this like limbo stage of like, what do I do? And I ended up going, moving back home and within two days, mm-hmm. I got a phone call to, um, for basically a job interview, which they offered me then and there, which was working for Melbourne Uni, which is so yep. funny. So I'm, I'm still ingrained in Melbourne University. Amazing. I've, I've, graduated in 2012 and I still work there yeah like, even today um and so I got this phone call to like go and be basically the media events hype person yeah. for the science innovation and technological branch oh of Melbourne Uni. so like you said it was all that stuff coming together yeah. like I got to use my media and my eventsy type background uh, like my eventsy kind of experience I got to use a lot of my um you know the science like I understood all the science that was happening which is really cool um, and like going back to the, you know, the magical five year number of work yeah. experience, not like I hadn't done any work experience or any jobs while I was at university. I basically worked every second that I could right. outside of my degree. So I worked at places, like I did, worked in sales, like retails, had a lot of experience there. I also did, um, you know, stints with Melbourne University's events department, which is where I had all the events experience. Um, I did internships in um, science and tech and community relations and all yeah. these kinds of things. I had a lot of experience, just not five years number. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so working at the tech um, like center, somebody walked in one day because we ran a lot of events and I'm the events person. Yeah. And was like, we want to run a hackathon. And everyone <laughs> in the office went, what the heck is a hackathon? <laughs> and then I put my hand and went, I can run a hackathon. Everyone's like, oh, can you? I'm like, yes. And here's me in the back of my head going, I've done a hackathon once in my life at this point because they weren't really a thing. This is 2015 at this yeah, stage. Yeah. Like 
there's a, a few of them that happened in the past. I was like, yeah, I can run one. How hard can it be? Of course you can, exactly. Yeah, and so I ran this hackathon. They're like, okay, well, we need it done. Like, it, it needs to happen in one month. And I was like, okay, cool, let's do it. And it was like an in-person event. You know, back yeah. in the days, we could run in person with no, no issues. And so I ran this hackathon for them. And they absolutely loved it yeah it was like and they started talking about it and it turned out at the hackathon a lot of mentors had come in from other companies like ibm and yeah. rmit and airworks and google and stuff and so then they all saw how i ran the hackathon i was like yeah. we need you to run our hackathon we need you to run ours oh and, ours and, ours. and so the first one i ran was in august of yeah. 2015 and by the end of the year i had run 25 hackathons oh my god that's um, amazing so basically one every weekend and so then that's why i got called the hackathon queen because oh everyone's like gosh. if a hackathon runs in melbourne probably bitch <laughs> um yeah and then um in april the following year somebody reached out to me and was like you're running all these hackathons you should get github involved and i was like what's a hub of git um <laughs> like again we didn't learn github at university like i hadn't really come across it it's so random having done some hackathons um and yeah and so i i reached out to github and I was like, and, and like I'd, I'd heard of GitHub. When I say what is hub of Git, you know, GitHub at the time, uh-huh. I was like, no, I'd, I'd heard of it. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's that, that's that place where they store code. That sounds really cool for hacking on. So, and like I'd seen like the Octocat, there's an Octocat sticker yeah. on the desk here. I'd seen it around. And so I'd kind of like, it was, it was known, but not really to me. Yeah, yeah. So I reached out to them and I was like, Hi, like kind of reaching out to a celebrity who you like, you think you know, but you don't really know. Like, Hi, I'm Mish. I run hackathons. I was wondering if you would like, you know, if you could talk about not sponsoring, but you know, doing some kind of thing. They're like, they got back to me within 30 minutes, and I was like, Oh my goodness! Whoa, GitHub got back to me, and they're like, We love what you're doing. We've heard what you're doing. We're gonna send you like 10,000 stickers, and you can give them out at events. And so. I basically became what would have been back then a GitHub star. Yes, yes, um, yes. And I was doing that since 2016. Um, and in fact, when I ended up joining GitHub, I, I wrote the initial phases for the stars program. Nice. Basically based on my own experience yeah. as essentially being this person. Um, yeah, and so it kind of just went from there. And then one thing led to another and GitHub tr- kept trying to headhunt yeah. me and I kept saying no. And then they kept trying. And then I eventually said yes, and then I was like, why didn't I join earlier? So, yeah. And that's how I, kind of how I got into it. So I originally joined um, the marketing and sales team mm-hmm. doing running their events. I didn't have to worry about the sales stuff. I was running their events because that was, like, what was available in Australia. Right. Um, they're like, you were really good at the, the developer, like, evangelism stuff, so we need to get you on the DevRel team. And yeah. so I, I got put on the DevRel oh team. Oh, my gosh. And so I am great. still... The OG DevRel. I'm yeah. the last one left from the DevRel team um, back back then. So yeah, oh. now it's it's really exciting to see it grow. And you know, like Martin came in as our you know as our fearless leader, and yeah. it's been awesome. And um, you know, B Dougie was an amazing leader um, yeah. as well. He was one of the other OGs. Obviously, he'll be here. Yeah. This he'll be here, right? Well, no, I, I saw him tweet okay. that he's not coming around. Oh. And I was really sad because I wanted to see him. Yeah. Um, he's obviously gone off to bigger and better things yeah. in his own startup and own projects. So yeah, yeah, it's been great. Oh, it's that's such a so fun good. journey. Yeah, I mean, I love that journey, and I think it, it's really inspiring for people because it's like you know you don't have to be a developer Mm. and you know you just found something that you were excited and passionate about and there was some level of cross-section and it just kind of all worked out yeah exactly and like yeah I still do some development stuff obviously I did you know I obviously did a couple of subjects at uni and during COVID I did a lot of um 
like online boot camps and stuff. Right. And I now live code. Yeah. So that's kind of my learning is like, I'm terrible at this. So please come on and like either correct me or like help me out here. <laughs> but you know, it's being also great having GitHub Copilot right. because it can like help right. out. And then I got people in the chat too being like, oh yeah, that's a really good suggestion by Copilot. You should totally accept that. I was like, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so I know that was a very, very long-winded answer to your yeah. your question of how did I get involved, but I think it's, like, a valuable lesson, as you said. Yes. You don't have to have this traditional learning, you know, do a boot camp or go to university and then get a job. Yes. It's, like, yes. you can come to it from so many different, like, ways. And, like, I think, like, one of the things I do really well, I can, like, especially develop relations, is because I don't have that really tech heavy background yeah so i'm really good at writing like our guides and our tutorials because i was like we need to assume that no one knows anything and yes. like a lot of people with like making senior, all the assumptions yeah they're like yes. with senior knowledge they're obviously fantastic developers um but when, when it comes to like doing tutorials like they often skip a step and i was like but where's I, the step i missed a step exactly. there and i was like okay if we're like teaching new people this is how it is i what i do is i get all the developers to write all, all the senior developers to write all the stuff and then i take it and like put it into like nice formatted tutorials yes. that like everyone can understand no matter yeah like what level of developer kind of um experience you have yeah so i love that too i got a in in college i had a i i got a marketing background okay but and I did that for a long time. And then I really, I love community. So that's kind of how mm. I got into it. And then I really loved development coding kind of around the same time as you, right? Like 2015, 2016, the CLIs, like development generally was just getting a lot easier, you know, it, and especially front end development. So that's really when I fell in love. And then, um, you know, I love, I told myself my last company was all events. I was like, I'll never do events again. <laughs> and then, you know, here I am doing like all these developer events and then speaking at conferences. It's so and it's fun like, though. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, you can probably tell I'm very much an extrovert. So I get yeah. a lot of energy from going to these kind of things. And yeah. it's just so exciting. Like, as I said, I've been to um, Techarama two weeks yeah. ago. I was at NDC. I was at InfoShare yeah. and just being there and just seeing people like come up to you and either get excited about your talk which is great but also just get excited about github and about being a developer yes, and they're yes. like oh i use this thing and i did this stuff can i show you and it's like that's really cool like you know you just see all the cool things that people can yeah. do like again as i said like no i've built like a few things and you know, especially yeah. like around hacktoberfest i usually like pick up a project yeah. or start a project but like when you see other people make stuff you're just like it's just mind-blowing like, yeah it's just so cool what people can create and that, that's why i like being in developer relations because like hey everyone check out this thing that this cool person built and it's really yeah. cool and it does this this and this yeah. so like yeah it's just really like really fun so. oh my god that is so much fun well thank you so much for interviewing with me um how do people find out about you like yeah. I found I was trying to find you because you know you're international and I was like how do I find a picture of Michelle so I can have Jessica go into the lobby and find her so I found your Instagram oh okay easy <laughs> no no but so. you don't have a profile picture on on LinkedIn what yeah. I do no I definitely really have a picture, 100%. oh my god yeah so I am Mish Manners mm -hmm. on all the social media platforms okay. I have Instagram LinkedIn Twitter Facebook, um, there's a TikTok, although I don't really use it that much. Um, Twitch, you can find me on Twitch as nice. well. But like, for example, um, somebody did a talk, uh, like a pub conf talk, which yeah. is like, you know, the crazy, weird, yes. you, you know, you make up stuff. And 
most of her talk had these really nice photos of me and she's like you're just so easy to find online you have all these beautiful like pr shots of like everything oh my god i come from a startup background as well like i've started like three or four companies and every time i do one they're like photo shoots yeah so if you google my name anywhere and like google image search you should come up with lots and lots of pretty pictures of me I so yeah so yeah feel free to follow me on like all the social medias i'll be yeah. t- live tweeting like the whole week there's a whole bunch of stuff out oh and my, uh, my instagram stories as well um, oh good. i like doing instagram stories and lots of reels and you'll also see my face on the github channels which yes. is just at github on <laughs> on everything instagram twitter linkedin uh, we do tiktok as well for nice. github and twitch as well oh my gosh GitHub. i haven't i haven't looked at the tiktok for github yet but yeah I it's fun now. Oh my god! We've got lots of fun things planned for the TikTok. So yeah, we're doing a lot more of those. Like, let's see what's trending and let's do some of like the fun like things and yeah. yeah, So it's we call it TikTok. Oh, that's cute. I love that. Wow! Somebody coined that term last year when I was at LinkConf, and I was like, that's cool. Yeah. So. But yeah, follow me on social media and yeah, I'd love to interact with people. Oh my god! Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for inviting me. This has been a lot of fun. This podcast is sponsored by this.labs, a framework agnostic consultancy that specializes in JavaScript. You can find them at this.co slash labs. That's T-H-I-S-D-O-T dot C-O slash labs. Yeah! Queries do, so come on, let's go, cause we got a show.